Hello, I'm Leanne Rubesom, and this is the Out of the Fire podcast, where we talk about intercessory prayer, the prophetic, and other Christian topics. Last time, we started a series called Knowing Your Seasons of Prayer, and we did part one of A Time to Contend and A Time to Rest. Uh, This will be part two of A Time to Contend and A Time to Rest. This series is based on Ecclesiastes 3, so let's start out by reading Ecclesiastes 3, verses 1, 7, and 8. To everything there is a season, and a time for every purpose under heaven, a time to embrace, and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to keep silence, and a time to speak, a time of war, and a time of peace. In the last episode, I stated that there is a time to contend for answers to prayer, but that there is also a time to rest. If we never rest from contending, especially when the wait is long, we end up wearing ourselves out, our hope and faith become depleted, and the desired fulfillment becomes our God, rather than the Lord Jesus being our God. By nature, I fall entirely into the contender camp. I take hold of things in prayer like a bulldog. So I speak from personal experience about what happens when we don't rest. I've learned a few things about contending and resting in the process of making a multitude of mistakes. I mentioned in the last episode that when God has newly revealed something to us, or has begun to form a new desire in our hearts, with that there is initially a great urge to pray into what he has shown us. This is not merely our own natural enthusiasm fueling prayer, although that's part of the picture. The Holy Spirit is also assisting us in jump-starting the whole prayer process, which will ultimately bring to completion whatever goal God has planted within us. As we pray, especially in our prayer language, the Spirit builds our faith toward the desired end, and He continues to reveal details of what is to come and how to pray into them. Our intercession removes obstacles which stand in the way of fulfillment and partners with God to put the pieces in place. Along the way, the Holy Spirit encourages us and reassures us that the Father will surely do for us exactly what he has spoken. But as time wears on, we can get tired of waiting, tired of the battle. If you notice that you are fretting and fearing, and the resistant circumstances are looming larger than what the Lord had said, one of two things must happen. Either you must press through the doubt, or else it's time to take a break, maybe a long break, a season of rest. How do we know when to power on through and when to rest? Well, there are a few indicators we should pay attention to. First of all, you may have a feeling inside that you've prayed all that can be prayed. The Holy Spirit does not seem to be fueling prayer on that subject anymore, even though you don't yet sense that your breakthrough has come. You may have more of a desire to worship than to intercede. Or God might shift your attention to something else he wants you to pray about for a while. Don't fight those senses. The Holy Spirit is trying to tell you something. 
If he wants you to power on through and keep praying, he will let you know. He will keep on bringing you back to prayer about it, and he will fuel it. Those who know you best may notice that you are striving, not according to the Spirit, but according to your own flesh. They may see that you are careworn and losing your joy, and they may caution you that it's time to rest. Please listen to them. They love you, and they can see objectively while you cannot. You may feel that emotionally you cannot carry on. Then don't. It is wisdom to know your limits. When it doesn't feel healthy to carry on, just don't. Release it to the Lord. If you've gotten to the point of emotional exhaustion, releasing it is usually what he wants you to do anyway. There comes a time when you have done all you can do. All the prayer that can be prayed has been invested. The situation may still look entirely hopeless, and yet it is not. The prayers already prayed are secretly working on your behalf. Most importantly, God has not forgotten. He is still working under the surface. He who keeps you is ever mindful of you and does not sleep on the job. Don't take my word for it. See what the Lord says. Psalm 115 verse 12 and Psalm 121 verses 3 and 4 will give you a key to that. This is the time of Ephesians 6 verses 13 and 14 where it says, Having done all to stand, stand therefore, having your waist girded with truth. It is also the time of Hebrews 4, 3, 9, and 10. For we who have believed do enter into rest. There remains therefore a rest to the people of God. For he who has entered into his rest has himself also ceased from his own works. How do you enter that season of rest? By simply saying, Lord, I can do no more. It's up to you now. I release it to you, and I believe that you will still do what you said. I'm going to rest in you and let you perform all things for me, according to Psalm 57, verse 2. When you do that, something supernatural takes place. The Lord himself graces you with faith-filled rest. You gradually become filled with a confidence in him which is unshakable. During that period of rest, the Lord will at times shift you back into contending as is needed and then take you back into rest again. Whenever we have a weighty promise or prayer emphasis, the process is usually lengthy and God will often swing us back and forth between contending and resting seasons before we reach the final fulfillment. Flowing with the Spirit and letting him direct which season we are in is part of coming into our maturity as intercessors, and he will be faithful to get you there. I'd like to remind you of a couple of books on intercession that I have written that may be of great help to you. One is called The Intercessor Manual, and the other is Your Intercession Questions Answered. And you can find both of those at my website, characterbuildingforfamilies.com, or at Amazon, or other online book retailers. Thank you for listening. This is Leanne Robson with Out of the